0: Let's do it. 16 years and still going strong. Hallelujah. A force in the outdoor radio landscape. The two of you are making me and every one of your friends sick. Huh? Yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> they walk a thin dividing line between sanity and lunacy. It's time to give thanks to what's truly important.
0: So who owes who money here? Live from America's heartland. Beamed throughout the world at JimandTrav.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Present by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV.
2: Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to protect Jimbo this fall hunting season and to make sure he doesn't set himself on fire once again.
1: <laughs> <is>
2: now, on <laughs> <That>, funny story. <laughs> uh, you did- I did. <laughs> Sitting in my redneck blind. You got a little too close to the heater. <laughs> to the propane stove. So yeah. you set your pants on fire. You really did. I really
3: did, yeah. <laughs> like there was flame.
4: But, but it, I thought this happened more than once. Was well, this the it did. Time? You don't learn the first time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Not oh until God. it gets all
2: the way to the skin. Yeah. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, Jim's setting himself on fire. That means it's rut-vember. Uh, deer season is kicking off here in Kansas in just a couple of weeks off uh, Pheasant season is open. This Kicked is such off. Yeah, it's such a fun and festive time, and we're going to be celebrating this week with Slade Reeves. Uh, he's the co-host, Primos Truth About Hunting. That's Outdoor Channel
3: Sundays, ten thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Jimbo, who else we got? Hey, next coming up is Cat Daddy and Mrs. Bunny and Mrs. Bunny. And what are you going to be talking about this week?
4: Uh, a cool game hoist uh, available at Bass Pro and Cabela's. You can lift four thousand pounds, boys. I don't know how many deer that is all together, but like it's like putting fish on a stringer, I guess. You know uh, what I mean?
3: Like you and me. And them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I could almost pick up my mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not that big. <laughs> I can't handle that kind of weight. <laughs> Alright, so I right, let's probably get to Slade.
1: <laughs>
0: it's Rut I'm going in. Now launching into a three-part interview with Slade Reeves, co-host of Primo's Truth About Hunting on Outdoor Channel. Sundays 1030 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one.
2: Yeah, I don't think we've ever had anyone on the show named Slade. I don't think so. You, you know, his parents set him up for success because that's like a cool name. It is. You can't be a loser with the name Slade.
4: No, you really (laughs) can't. You just sound
2: really cool. Yeah. All right. So just now being joined by Mr. Slade Reeves, he's the co-host for Most Truth About Hunting. That is Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, you can always pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app. Mr. Slade, how's it going, man? What's happening, brother,
5: man? Good to be here. Good to talk to you guys.
2: Do you know you have an accent? He's he's got a little (laughs) bit of that southern accent, man. Now, you said before the show started, you're originally from Alabama. With a banjo on his knee. Yeah, but you migrated as soon as you got the call from Jesus, a.k.a. Will Primos. You went up to (laughs) Mississippi, man.
5: That's right. As Wilbur put it, I'm from the real LA, lower Alabama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, yeah, I
5: was working for Ron Jolly over at Outdoor Alabama television, just a, you know, a statewide syndicated outdoor show and, uh, met Troy Ruiz through a mutual friend. And one thing led to another. Um, long story short, Will Primos called and said, you ready to go to work, boy? And Of <laughs> course, you know, my answer. Yes, sir. I'm on the way.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is in Alabama, were you in that black
5: belt down there? I was just south of the black belt. Actually, uh, it's more sand, uh, peanut country sandy beach country i was an hour from the beach in florida so we were just south of there of the black belt but i'm gonna tell you what there's some really good hunting over there in that central part of the
3: oh man you know it
5: well you know that's
2: one thing i want to get into you you know we're talking rut vember man uh and here in northwest kansas where we're located you know we're closer to the colorado line than anything but the the beginning of the rut is just going to start kicking off like in the next week two weeks possibly Um, but the thing is here in the West and, you know, farther South a little bit, that rut is happening like now, but when you go down to Alabama, isn't the rut closer to the end of December and January?
5: It is. It's, uh, growing up hunting over there, you know, we always wanted our hunting season to last longer than it did because we had a later rut, you know, second, third week of January, some years is just when they're really getting going over there and, The Alabama Department of Conservation actually has extended that hunting season a week or two into February now. Wow. So, you know, in general, they took two weeks off the front and put it on the back is what they did, which is really great for hunting the rut over there. And with the warmer weather the last few years, it's really transitioned it a little bit and made it even a week or two later than it normally is, so... It's really good that they did that to give hunters and and local folks like me and my family, you know, extra time to be in there when those deer are really moving and looking.
3: Yeah, that's kind of like daylight hunting time, isn't
5: it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a lot of
2: people don't think, but... There is, like you guys were saying earlier, tremendous hunting opportunities to be had in Alabama, and for those guys and gals that just you can't get enough of hunting, you know, everyone thinks of going to Iowa, Illinois, Kansas, Nebraska for good whitetail hunting, but geez, oh, Pete, you head down to Alabama, you could pick up that second run like your hunting season just keeps to continue.
5: That's what we used to do back in the day, you know, we when the, when the old school guys were here and I was just starting out here, you know, we we traveled all over and we did just like you said, we'd, we'd make that loop. We'd go West, Northwest, come back around to the South and, uh, still have a couple of weeks to hunt at home here. And it was really good, especially when you're trying to make videos and make hunts for DVD and TV back then. It really gave us a lot more opportunity and, and doing what we do, you know, just as well as I do, it's all about opportunity. And, uh, so it was really good to be able to come home, especially after traveling so much, and just hunt around the house with friends and family as well.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, you, you can really hunt a mixed bag. I know that I read an article last week where a guy up in Minnesota shot a really nice, like, 10-point buck and a three-foot alligator. You could do that in Mississippi and Alabama, couldn't you? <laughs> hey,
5: there's plenty of alligators here in Mississippi, that's for sure. <laughs> um a matter of fact, uh Troy and Jimmy last year, they got a big gator down at Cottonmouth at our deer camp and, uh, that's on YouTube. If you want to check it out, Mr. Jimmy, he, uh, he got a great gator and we do that a lot too. There's, there's a lot of things that, that the primos guys do behind the scenes, you know, that, that not a lot of people get to see, but we're, we're doing like everybody else. We're getting on social media and YouTube. And we're trying to put some more of that behind the scenes type stuff like that in there and just show everybody's daily lives. You know, Troy, he's an old coon from South Louisiana and he's probably got more gators than anybody I've ever known. (laughs) And so we do a lot of stuff like that, and it's really fun.
2: Yeah, Mr. Slade Reeves, make sure you catch him on Primo's Truth About Hunting on Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, what are like the uh, tag limits like when you go down south? I mean, in Alabama, there's a ton of deer Like one a day or something. How many deer can you take if you're a resident or a non-resident, do you know?
5: Um now when I was growing up you could kill a buck and a doe a day but of course that was wow that was 30 years ago but now they've got some state regulations now um you know they've got the check in you got to call in and check your game and I'm not exactly positive I want to say it's 3 to 5 bucks a year maybe now I'm not exactly sure but they do have DMAP programs things like that like most states so What what
3: would
2: you say is like a uh, a big buck for down in that area
5: south alabama it, it, it grows big deer the black belt in central alabama it grows big deer you know i'm, I'm a lot different than most people i think a, a trophy buck is in the eye of the beholder you know it's if you think that deer is big enough and you're going to put it on your wall man have at it you know so that's the way i look at it I, as far as a scoring type deer you know a 130 ish deer is a pretty, that's a really good buck where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And, and you have those bucks, you know, and that's a, a solid average deer for the southern part of the state is, you know, a 120 to mid 130 ish type deer up in the black belt. You'll get on up into the 150s and 160 type deer. You know, there, there's a lot of people that hunt in that, in that black belt area and they, they really push the quality deer program. And, uh, man, they grow some big deer and that's, that soil type up there, man, it, it makes plenty of food for them to munch on.
3: Yeah. Hey, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? we got a whole lot more to talk about. Sure, brother. Okay. Hey, we're talking with Slave Reed. Of course, he's the co-host of Primo's Truth About Hunting. You can see it anytime you want. That's right. It's Reeves with an S. Reeves? Yes, that's (laughs) what it is. Like Steve Reeves? (laughs) Make sure you watch.
2: uh, That's his dad, probably. Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time for Primo's Truth About Hunting. And you can always pick up previous seasons and episodes with my outdoor TV app. Now, Mr. Slade, to learn more about you, Primo's Truth About Hunting, where you guys are going to be, all that good stuff, man. Work. we find you online?
5: Man, just go to Primo's.com. There's bios on all the guys on there. You can find any of our products, calls, television shows, anything you need pertaining to any of the guys or Primo's hunting in general.
2: Alright, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman Channel, World Fish Network, and My Outdoor TV, part two with Slade Reeves, right there. <laughs> After the break, up, guys? don't go anywhere.
0: <laughs> this fall, the hunter has become the
2: hunted.
4: Last week, while Jimbo was deer hunting, he was bitten by a rabid wolf.
2: Ah! And on his way to the hospital, he was mauled and mugged by a bear that had contracted CWD!
4: And now, he has a taste for hunters and their blood. Roar!
2: I'm a hungry hybrid wolf bear
0: with sleep apnea. He's now scouring the entire countryside
2: and he's eating every hunter!
3: Nummy, nummy. There's a hunter in my tummy.
4: Oh, how in the heck did he find us? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I accidentally texted him.
0: Peekaboo, I eat you. Oh my god, your
4: breath is terrible. Roar! 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 It's the wolf bear. He ate Trav. Will the wolf
0: bear with sleep apnea get you? Ah! This film has not yet been rated. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Wherever you are, whenever you need it, we are only a click away. Online at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. It's the ultimate culinary adventure. I'm Yevang. I love to create amazing food with animals that aren't necessarily on everyone's list, but they should be because they're delicious. Invasive species, beware! If you didn't tell me that was carp, I wouldn't know. The snails are kind of fun in here. Food star Yevang is biting back. I get it. It bit me. Ah, frick! Ah, bit me. So I bit it back barrel with Yia Bang Series premiere November 28th at 9pm on Outdoor Channel.
1: High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com
0: Vember is on the revolution with jim and trav whatever
4: that means
0: now let's get back to slade reeves co-host of primo's truth about hunting on outdoor channel sundays 10 30 p.m eastern brought to you by high mountain seasonings visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com here's part
3: two Hey, we're back. We're talking vember on this week's show. And before the break, we had Slade Reeves on uh, talking about uh, the quality of hunting down in Mississippi and Alabama and so forth. But got to ask you a question, Slade. Has the style of hunting changed a lot since going to work for Primo's? When you were back uh, in Alabama, uh, did you just basically hunt out of a line and now you go out there and put a knife in your teeth and run after them?
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, you know, growing up in South Alabama, you know, it. We had some good deer there, some quality deer, but nothing like going out west, man. When I came to work for Wilbur and the guys here at Primo's, you know, my first trip to Iowa, was a, it was a mind blower, <laughs> calling them big deer. Uh, I was actually up hunting with Troy and Brad the first time I ever went, and, you know, the first little... One fifty rolls in, and I'm like, shoot them, shoot them, and they're like, wait, wait. <laughs> no South Alabama boy ain't ever seen no deer that big. <laughs> yeah. Now
2: you've had the opportunity, Mister Slade, to really hunt and travel and film all over the country. In your mind's eye, when it comes to not only the hunting but the scenery, the people, the experience. Where would you say is your number one state and destination for excellent whitetail hunting?
5: Man, I'm going to put it up in Nebraska. Really? Uh-huh. Just for a number of reasons. You know, everywhere we've hunted through the years, you know, we've, we've made great friendships with the people we hunt with and, and the people that we, we stay with and do things with. But there's just something about the Niobrara River Valley in Nebraska. Man, it's, it's probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever laid eyes on in my life. And the turkey hunt's phenomenal. The deer hunting is phenomenal. Man, you can go up there, getting those big finger draws coming up off the Nye Brera River Valley, off those alfalfa fields down there. And you can just call deer up. And they got big deer up there, too. And Kansas, Iowa, Missouri, all great places. I love hunting there, too, especially during the rut. But if I had to pick one just for the people and, and the scenery, it would probably be Nebraska.
3: Yeah, that's uh, right on the edge of the Sandhill country, isn't it? That's right. Now those those deer up there, you said they're not call shy and so you've got some calls at primos that you can use, right?
5: That's right. You know, we the buck roar and the can, I I'm going to say hands down every one I've ever talked to, everything I've ever seen or witnessed, I don't go to the woods without a buck roar and a can in my backpack deer hunting. And I, that's from southern tip of Florida to Canada. You know, it's uh calling works anywhere you go. I've called up deer. I've been fortunate enough to call up deer in in a lot of states and a lot of places. And I know there's people that say, well, I'm scared to call, or calling don't work here in the south. Well, I beg to differ. It does, because we've called up plenty of deer here in the south. And that's really – I really like going out west. Uh You can get vocal with crashing some horns together, you know, rattling, calling. And the main thing I tell most people when you're calling – is to make it as realistic as possible. They think, "Well, man, if I blow on this grunt call too loud, I'm going to spook deer." Well, you're not. That's a natural vocalization in the woods that deer hear all the time. So, and deer naturally inquisitive, they want to come look. So,
2: Now, did you guys I could be wrong, like quite a few years ago, didn't you come out with a call called like the swamp donkey or something? <laughs>
5: It was actually uh, some minerals that we had, you know. Oh, is that what it was? Supplemental feeding. It was called Swamp Donkey. And, uh, Of course, you know who come up with that? That was a Will Primo special. He killed a big deer on his farm here, and he was like, man, look at this big old swamp donkey, and it just kind of (laughs) stuck.
2: I love that so much. That is
3: hilarious. Well, the (laughs) thing is, you know, you've had an opportunity really to hunt all over the country and observe game. And, uh, you know, we find out that when we're sitting there and we're watching over a scrape, okay, that uh, deer are very vocal. They're also herd-oriented, and they do have the ability to make calls to let people know that they're there, but also if there's danger and so forth. And uh but I'll tell you what, when it gets into the rut, all of that comes into play, doesn't
5: it? It does. And, you know, not just the rut. Like I said earlier, the the, the pre-rut, even after the rut, you know, um, you can take your can and call. You know, I've witnessed some does with little ones calling to other does. Um, I've witnessed bucks, a mature buck, he actually, it was it was kind of weird. Cause I'd never heard a grunt this pitch before. It, it was more of a intermediate kind of beer kind of sound. And, and and I think personally that he's communicating with other deer when you hear those sounds. And it's not just your typical you know brrr, buck roar deer in the rut chasing a doe establishing dominance. I've heard them. I've heard them really low key just cruising through the woods making sounds. You know, and I I think. It's just like us talking to each other. I think that's how deer communicate year-round. So calling can work year-round, I think, And you know, in my opinion. Now, question.
2: We were talking calling last week with Troy Ruiz. Once again, he's with Primo's Truth About Hunting. Um, does it make a difference if you're calling from a tree stand or a ground blind? Because you guys have, like, the double bull blinds, which are amazing blinds. Do you have to be more careful if you're calling from the ground versus up in a tree?
5: You don't. The main thing with calling is your setup, where you're going to be. If you're in a tree and you can see good, you won't cover beneath you. Mm. You want If you're on, a, on the ground in a ground blind, you want a thicket behind you. You won't cover there, so the deer have to come look for you. That's what Will Primos always taught us when we first started. It's not where they're at. It's where they're going to be. And so you set up where they're going to be, but you always want a thicket or some cover behind you. Because if you're sitting on a 50-acre food plot and you call and the deer comes out the other side and he can see all the way across that food plot and he hears that calling, but he doesn't see a deer, he's gone. You know, he's going to be like, well, I don't see anything out there. I hear the calling, but I don't see him, so he's going to turn around and leave. So you want to set up somewhere where they have to come and look for you. That's the main thing with calling, whether in a tree or the ground, set up is key. Make them come look for you where they have to come and look for you and find you.
3: Yeah. Now, that brings up the uh, hunting with a decoy. Do you find that really effective?
5: We have. And, you know, the decoy thing, it's 50 50. I've seen some deer come in and just ramrod it and tear it up. And then I've seen some deer that come in and circle it a little weary. And then I've seen some deer that look at it and don't do anything. So I think it's timing with hunting with a decoy and just because you have one deer come in and not and not come into it doesn't mean your hunt's ruined sit there wait for another you know call a little bit see if you can get another deer in the next deer may come in and react totally different so I am 50/50 on decoys. Yeah. Hey, we've got to take another break. Can you stick around? Sure, brother. All right. Hey, we're talking with Slade
3: Reeves, and he's the co-host of Primo's Truth About Hunting on Outdoor Channel. Sundays at 10:30 Eastern Time. And this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild
2: game cuisine at HIMTandjerky.com. Mr. Slade, again, Primo's,
5: everything you guys have going on,
2: where can we find you online, buddy?
5: Man, just check us out at primo's.com. You can find everything you need about the guys TV, calls, blinds, anything you want.
3: You bet. Hey, more Slate Reeves right after this. Stick around.
0: (laughs) And now, here's another Revolution fall cleanup tip. Instead of killing yourself, raking up all your leaves, save some time, just light a match, and set your yard on fire. Seriously, please don't do that. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We'll be right back. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV. Now, everywhere. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's Rutvember. You know it. Once again, here's Slade Reeves, co-host of Primo's Truth About Hunting on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com. This is part three.
3: Hey, we're back from the other side. We're talking Rut Vember. That's hard for you, isn't it? It is hard that's for a me. tough one. And our guest is and because he and I are such good friends. You are. I get to call him Sly. You is call that him is sly. that true?
5: Yeah, they uh all the guys, <laughs> that's my nickname with them is Sly. I don't know how it <laughs> came to that,
3: but <laughs> All right, so and, and and he calls his kids of the family stones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that was Gordy. All right, so
3: Primo's truth about
2: Hunting on Outdoor Channel that is Sunday, 10 30 p.m. Eastern time. Again, previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app. Have you found though? I know you guys there at Primos, you have like uh mineral licks. I think you even make like a seed blend for planting. But do you guys use a lot of scents as attractants or not really?
5: We don't. Um you know, we just uh our number one thing, we just make sure the wind's right. <laughs> um, we, we we just we do it old school, you know. We don't uh we don't put out scents and attractants. Now when we feed, you know, we'll put out some mineral licks and salt licks and things like that with our protein but when it comes to hunting, as far as hunting, we don't do it while we're hunting.
2: I heard that old Jimmy Houston, he used to take a little dope pee and put it behind his ear. Ooh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That'll make you lick your forehead.
5: <laughs> it was good luck is what it was, man. Yeah. Now, we will do that. We'll, we'll make a mock scrape now and then and, and, and put a little dope pee in there and, and do things like that.
3: Now, dispel this rumor. Uh, you should not pee, if you will. Uh, in your blind or around your blind at all. And uh, a lot of guys, you know, they carry a jug with them and so forth. But do you think I'm not going to really walk ma- out with a jug full of pee? I'm telling you, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, I don't you, think
2: Slade is either. You can find your way back. Oh, man.
3: Now, now the thing is, you know, <laughs> I, I've heard that these, these guys are, uh, are, are really adamant about making sure that you stay sent free. But I've read from old Dr. What's his name over there? Grant Woods. Grant Woods. What are you talking about? Yeah. He said that the <laughs> smell, the human smell dissipates after about 10 or 12 minutes. Okay and uh what do you do you find that true do you uh carry a jug with you what do you do i don't want to get personal. negative but- i'm
5: not taking a pee jug with me <laughs> look I, i'm gonna tell you this uh we 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 have to sit in the tree all day videoing before you know you're gonna have to pee i mean it's just part of it we'll uh We'll just stand up in a stand and <laughs> pee down the tree.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and the hunter's yeah. below you, right?
5: <laughs> right, exactly. And so if you're the cameraman and, and your hunter's a little beneath you right there, you can really have fun with that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, God. Look, I, Me personally and, and all of us, it's, that's not that big of a thing to us uh <laughs> i i don't think you're gonna bust deer or spook deer because you gotta take a leak, you know <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I know some people like you said, they're like strictly by the book, they don't want anything like that. they'll take a pee jug with them and and that you know hey, that's their progress if that's what they think they need to do to be successful, that's their game, so. But as far as me personally, no, I don't I don't think it bothers the deer at all. Yeah.
2: Now, when it comes to scent elimination, because you're talking about playing the wind uh, and stuff like that, which is essential. I know there's like this you can hunt 360 and blah, blah, blah. Well, you're never going to fool a deer's nose. You know, I mean, right. How far do you take it? You know, there's because there's a lot of people that use like the non-scented deodorants. They use certain toothpaste. They use detergent for their They don't sleep with their wife. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy how <laughs> yeah. far you go. Um, how far do you guys take your scent elimination?
5: Well, our, our number one rule is the win, period. Yeah. If it's even iffy, we won't go to a spot. We're, we're going to wait till we've got the 100% correct win to hunt in a given spot and even when we have that correct wind and we're gonna hunt it we still spray our boots down we wear rubber boots we spray our boots down spray our bodies down right when we get out of the ranger truck to go hunting we'll spray down with control freak kill all of our scent spray our backpacks down we spray down really good before we leave our vehicle yeah and most of the time that's good enough for us because like i said we're gonna know we have the right wind before we even step foot in there and A lot of that is another thing that we're real key about is how you get to your stand, entering and exiting where your stand placement is. I think it's just as important as where your stand is, is is how you get to it and how you get out of it.
3: Yeah. Well, the, the interesting part about uh, that, the best times to hunt are the few minutes right after daybreak and then just before sunset. But the fact of the matter is, if the wind's been blowing west to east all day, next thing you know, you're finding that the wind is dying down, but it's starting to swirl because of the different currents. Uh, No way to combat that?
5: Well, you know, we hunt with Ozonics. And if we're in a blind, we don't really worry about it. We have two Ozonics units going. Mm. And so, whichever way that wind's blowing, we have an Ozonics unit on each side of the opening of the blind. So. That's going to kill our scent any side that it comes out on. In a tree stand environment, if your wind gets up and gets to blowing really hard, you know nothing you can do is, is going to stop the wind blowing. So, yeah, we've actually gotten down out of a tree when it switched like that on us before to go to a different spot because you know down here, if a deer sees you or smells you, especially early during bow season when it's still warm. You know, the wind has a tendency to get up and swirl on you like that a lot when it's warm. And if a deer down here smells you during bow season, you're probably not going to see him again till the rut. And so we try to avoid that as much as possible. So we'll get down if the wind switches and and just back out and go to another spot or just call it a day.
1: Yeah,
2: Mr. Slade Reeves, he is with Primo's Truth About Hunting on Outdoor Channel Sundays (laughs) at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All new season, man. Primo's truth about hunting. What can we come to expect? Uh, where all have you guys been this season?
5: All right. Well, you know, Troy and I are here editing TV shows for first quarter for next year. As a matter of fact, and wow. we've got we've got some duck hunting and deer hunting uh, down from Cottonmouth from last year. Going to have a little predator hunting in there with Randy Anderson. Then we'll get into turkey season. You know, that'll be all first quarter shows, man. We made a a big turkey tour out west this year and then back home. So we're going to have a lot of action-packed shows for first quarter for next year.
3: You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Slade Reeves. He's a co-host of Primo's Truth About Hunting on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 10.30 Eastern Time. Exactly. And this has been presented by My Outdoor
2: TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. And you can always watch Primo's Truth About Hunting there as well. Again, Mr. Slade, about you, all the guys there at Primo's, your fabulous products, Primo's Truth About Hunting. Where can we find you guys online?
5: Man, just check us out at Primos.com. There's bios of all the guys, anything you could want, TV, YouTube links to old episodes, current episodes. Any of our products are right there at Primos.com.
3: That's right. Those are words to live by with my buddy Slade. That's right. Coming (laughs) Coming up
5: next
2: uh, is Mrs. Bunny and Buyer Bust. Don't go anywhere. Mr. Slade, you're so awesome. God bless you, buddy.
5: Thanks, brother. Thank you all for having me. Good to talk to you.
0: Pheasant's Paradise.
2: Men, hot and most liars living in the pheasant's paradise. Men, hot and most liars living in the pheasant's paradise.
0: The perfect human specimens. As long as the experiment is about obesity, the revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these important messages. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and x 4850 extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at yamahamotorsports.com. That's yamahamotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Buy, buy, buy or bust. Bust, bust, bust. Buy or bust. Now it's time for Buy or Bust. Honest gear reviews to help you make smarter purchases. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com.
3: Hey, we're back. We're talking Vember on this week's show. And before the break, we had old Slade Reeves. Yeah. Reeves. I wonder by the end of the show if you'll be able to say Rut Vember?
4: <laughs> it's
2: close. <Yeah. laughs> He's struggling with that one today. All right. So this is Buyer Bust. And what are we talking? We're talking Mrs. Bunny.
4: We're talking field care after the shot, field dressing, gutting, processing your animal, right?
2: Yeah, which is an essential uh, step if you, if you want to have meat. In your freezer, you have to do that kind of stuff. You know, one thing we got turned on to—I don't know—about ten years ago, and it was like only rich hoity-toity people had it. Was a gambrel system for hanging your game. Prior to that,
4: it was a ratchet strap in a vehicle in a tree branch (laughs) or a tractor (laughs) or or your tree or your
2: side by side. You always did something. I can't. I remember standing on a ladder trying to hoist up a deer. Yes, you know, and Jim Jim was like a little higher, tighter. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. We've all done it, folks. It's redneck
4: um, ingenuity, folks. That's what it is.
2: Yeah. So then we got turned onto like a gambrel system, and we just thought it was the craziest was thing in the world. These
4: knees. And then we went a little
2: further, and we went to the electric hoist,
4: which is super nice. Which, which they have at
2: Cabela's. Oh, yes. they do have, and we have several of them, They're and we love super them.
4: Super price effective as well.
2: However, if you're going to be going in the back country where there isn't a one ten outlet yeah. all the time, plug <laughs> it well, is, I get into a tree. You can do that. Um, uh, if you don't want to take a solar system, you got to have just one of your regular gambrel hoists. And they have the Cabela's SPTHT gambrel hoist system. And this is really neat because it's a seven to one gear ratio.
3: And basically, what
2: it's it a is. a
4: four it's, by four hoist. I mean, it's got some serious lifting power. Yeah. You know?
3: it, it's like so when. So got a pulley in there that. That doubles the lifting weight, right? You know, it's kind
2: of like when you're when you're hoisting something with like your wench, uh, if you put a snatch block in it, and what that is, it's just a turnaround, so you're doubling up your cable, you can increase twice the amount of the pulling power. This one system can hoist 4,000 pounds.
4: Boys and girls, 4,000 pounds? Yeah, 4,000. You can hang not, up a buffalo. I was, was going to say, could, this yeah. is not an issue of how much your hoist can handle. It is whatever you hang your hoist on. <laughs> that is, you <laughs> is really yeah, yeah. what this becomes. <laughs> You better have a sturdy... <laughs> yeah, if you want to hang that buffalo, it, yeah. make
2: sure that branch can hold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to be wearing it. Lift up a leg. Yeah. But what it comes with, I think something like 60 feet of an 8mm polypropylene rope, yep. which is very, very heavy duty. I mean, this is not a weak no. hoist.
4: No, it also I mean, has it, your... This thing is like... Tough. It also has your slip prevent technology. Now, this like mind you, this has no mechanical, like like automatic electronic aspect to this. This is all Armstrong uh, manual, right? But it has all these, it has your gears and your um and your pulleys in there in order to make it easier to hoist something that is heavy. So i mean, we're talking elk, we're talking deer, we're talking hogs. Any kind of wild game that you're wanting to lift, you're not gonna have an issue doing. And the nice thing is, because of the small size. It is easy to pack and take along, put it in the back of your truck, put it in a toolbox and you always have it and you can hang it virtually anywhere.
2: Yeah. The only thing you really need to buy after this is a heavy duty chain Yeah, because that's where like you'd have a, a, you'd want a very solid chain, yeah. obviously, uh, to wrap around a branch or whatever you're going to hang it on if you're hanging a in that eyelet at yeah. the top. Yeah. So there's a there's a hook at the top that has a, a pinch closer so it can't come off. So you like wrap a chain around a beam or a branch and then this snaps onto it and you're ready to go and it has the gamber. System at the bottom, and that is your it's like a coat hanger, yeah, that you flip through, you know, the back legs, your legs, yeah. And this is such a neat system, and like Bunny said, uh, it has that I don't know what you want to call it. It has a system where you, when you raise it up, it'll lock it down and then it's you the have slip,
4: to. It's the slip prevent technology. Yeah. yeah. And so then you that just. Way, because <laughs> tell me who hasn't, like you've accidentally let go of the rope and all of a sudden at 85 miles an hour, that yeah. thing is careening to the ground. Well, we've had the hoist
2: too where you raise it up and then you have to tie it off. You do. And then inevitably someone cuts it or unties it. Yeah. <laughs> or the rope is just a foot too yeah, short. Sure. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Just hold it there for a while. You'll would, be okay. I
4: would say that, you know, there, like you can make the case that there is a lot of of really necessary technology out there or gear out there for hunting but I would say that the gambrel is one of those things that it's kind of a must have because yeah. it's a no brainer in the way of it's not expensive it's kind of a simple piece of gear but it makes everything so much easier when you are trying to gut or um, process field dress skin anything like that it, having your animal up off the ground hanging easily able to walk around the entire outside of it right around the, mm-hmm. around the perimeter there it makes everything so much easier and rather than having it sitting on the table in front of you, you know, so makes everything cleaner when you're processing makes it easier to access makes, um, let's just say, hanging for aging purposes, you know, yeah. all those things that makes it way easier. And so for 40 bucks, you thirty nine ninety nine, 39 99 whatever It's a heck of a deal. You yeah, really, really can't is. Is. you really can't go wrong and, and you can use it season after season after season, so
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you can get this at Cabela's or Bass Pro.
4: Online, in stores, wherever you want to go. Yeah. yeah,
2: so we say what? Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Go check out the Cabela's SPTHD Gambrel System, uh, 39, 39 bucks. 39 bucks. Can't beat it twice the price. That's right. All right, we got to get to break. Who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is old Cat Daddy. Bunny's lover. That's right. Cat Daddy. He is coming up next. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Get in touch now. 785-846-7647 and at Trav.com. Don't move. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. Discover the primal joys of cooking fresh, wild food over an open fire. For decades, grandma used to throw the pheasant into the crock pot. Well, guess what? The food world has evolved, and so should your cooking. Lifelong outdoorsman and gourmet chef Andrew Zimmern demystifies and simplifies the entire process. Sounds complicated. Very, very easy. Andrew Zimmern's Wild Game Kitchen, Monday nights at 9 Eastern on Outdoor Channel.
6: Pretty cool, huh? I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found I, that I had a medical problems. He told me that it was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word L. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L.
0: Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's our very own Cat Daddy, owner and guide at Cat Daddy's catfishing adventures.
5: I'll never go fishing again. This is
0: in my friend brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at yamaha-motorsports.com. Here's Jim and Trav
3: we're talking Vember. I finally got that right, Trav. Uh, and uh, we have got our buddy Cat Daddy on the line. That went so well, by the way. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny was before the break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how is the
2: catfish bite right now, man?
1: Well, the catfish bite's on, but it ain't super strong, you know. These, these fish are kind of chilled right now, but the warm sun's going to bring them up in the flat areas. The person will probably go out there and catch some nice catfish, you know, if they... Get out there about 10 o'clock, let the sun hit it good, and get that good warm bite for about four or five hours. Well, I would
2: think with the holiday season coming up, they're traveling, so they're probably not going to be home a lot, you know, yeah. the catfish. And where do they put the packages? They're going to mom and dad. <laughs> they're, they're going to mom and dad's for Thanksgiving. <laughs>
1: well, let, 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 uh, you, you know, guys, uh, a man's got to stay busy this time of year. Yeah. Things that happen to his thoughts, and he won't be catching as many fish as he thinks he could. Mm-hmm.
2: All
3: right, say we went out there and we caught a mess of catfish. All right, I have uh, I have seen people skin catfish, and I've seen them fillet them. Which do you prefer, and which is better?
1: Well, when I sit down to a fine meal eating some deep fried catfish, I don't want to have to worry about no bones at all. So I'm going to flay them off just real good, cut all the fat off the yellow meat, and I'm ready to grunt.
3: Mm, wow! Now the thing is, when you <laughs> when you cut it right behind the uh, the gills, and then you go down to the backbone, turn. Do you leave that? Still hooked, and then just flip it over and take the fillet off from that. Is that how you do it, or do you just?
2: Take yeah,
1: well, I tell you, I just get the good old fillet knife and drop right off the rib cage, slide right down the the back bone until you hit the tail, flip it over, and slide it right on off. And there ain't a bone there. Not even down now, by the some rib. people like to, you know, just just cut the heads off and skin them out pull the skin off with pliers and, you know, fish. Uh, uh, the fish should be whole but the headless and just cook them like that. I don't want to have to sit there and pick on the bones all day. They say it makes the meat taste better, but I don't see no difference myself.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't see how those little bones could taste, make the meat taste better. They get caught in like your throat. <laughs> yeah,
1: really, they do. Now, if you like fried tails, just <laughs> which too many old boys don't mind, you need to just go ahead and cut that tail off and dip it in some batter and fry them up. Now, that's good and crunchy. Mm. That's, oh, that's yeah. like
2: potato chips. Yeah, that's really good, man.
1: It's been a long time since I've had any fried catfish tail.
2: God, that is excellent.
1: <laughs> My <laughs> wife, she cringes at the thought of eating a fish's tail. What? <laughs> well, no, you... you. Oh, owe... uh, yeah, you can get her to do that for $100 million? Well, maybe for $100 Yeah, <laughs> Maybe $100, million, yeah. Yeah, 100 million. <laughs> I can make her eat it for $100 million. <laughs> yeah, you, you talk... <laughs> yeah, you
3: talked a lot over the years about the belly meat. and Oh, yeah. Can, can you uh, – now, it's got to be on the bigger catfish, right, not the smaller ones that you're going to get right, any type of – the smaller
1: ones don't, don't have no thickness down there on their belly at all. But, you know, you get a flathead, you know, about 8, 10, 15 pounds, man, the belly meat on there is at least, you know, half-inch thick. Ooh. And that's a good eating there, boys. You can get it off bigger channel cat, too, you know, 10, 15 pounds, 20. They got a nice, a nice belly meat slab down there. It's just it's, it's excellent eating. Yeah, well, you
3: know, the thing is, you could take that, possibly, and brine it, and then smoke it, and could you have
1: catfish bacon? Oh, man, there's a hundred different ways I think you cook that catfish, you know. Just depends on how you like it and how much time you got before you eat. I would say, Ooh.
2: my personal opinion That catfish is one of the the tastiest fish out there.
1: You know all oh, these people. one on the chain, brother. Yeah, all these it's, uh, people catfish, crappies, and then uh, yeah,
2: walleye and bass. You know, like all these people rave about salmon. I don't like salmon. No, I, I don't. I really don't either. And it just smells so bad. It smells like fish. But you get you want fish and chips. There's nothing better than fresh deep fried catfish,
3: man. Oh my god, it is
2: amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to beat that in a cold Pepsi. Oh, yeah, but if that. you're up
3: around the Great Lakes, you got to get uh. Perch dinner. Oh, yeah. Perch is amazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's slap your mama.
1: Yeah, I heard they're good eating. I ain't ever had
3: the, the pleasure of having any. Yet. Oh, they are so good. Next time you get to Minnesota, they got them up there. Yeah, but you got to catch like a million of them <laughs> yeah. if you want to have a meal. Yeah, yeah. like eating minnows. <laughs> yeah, it really
2: is. Your shad are bigger than those perch.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Have
3: you ever eaten shad before?
1: No, sir. I'll leave that to the uh, other other folks. <laughs> we well,
3: you know, over on the East Coast, now I know yeah. they eat a lot of things over there, but they actually catch those 12, 14-inch shad. They do. And then they smoke them like you would whitefish up in the Great Lakes. And it's yeah, it's well, really good just because stick it's oily. With
1: all day, if they like. Have you guys ever? I'm not eating no daggone bait shad for nobody. Have you guys ever eaten eel? You know, eel? I want I want yeah. to, but I never have. No, I think if you eat eel, you are eel.
2: <laughs> 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 now, Mr. Cat Daddy, you're kind of talking about uh, you. You have this little slowdown period, especially get around Christmas. You know, take some time off. You do a little maintenance. Spend time with the family. On a boat. Now, oh, yeah. do you have anything available, though, trips-wise?
1: Oh, yeah. If an individual like to go out fishing, you know, and try their luck, catch some catfish or just something small, smaller for dinner, heck, yeah, man. If you don't want to have a turkey and you want to have some catfish for Thanksgiving, no problem. I think we could go out and... Get you fixed up fairly quick.
3: Yeah, well, where do we go to to
1: find that out? Well, you just holler, uh, holler around the block and someone is bound to tell you www.catdaddyguideservices.com. <laughs>
3: yeah, and if you'd like to send in your latest and greatest recipe for catfish, especially soup, mm-hmm. uh, send it to catdaddy one at msn.com. That's right. Share all your fish head soup recipes with Cat Daddy, since that is his absolute favorite. <laughs> oh, you Koreans favorite. out
2: there. <laughs> uh, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online and check them out, Motorsports.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you're so awesome. We love you, buddy.
1: Hey, good. Ain't nothing like the revolution you, you guys. That's for daggone sure. <laughs>
0: The revolution with Jim and Trav is proud to be in your butt pocket wherever you go. Wait, what? I mean, with JimandTrav.com, you can take the revolution everywhere. Log on now and stay put. The revolution will return after these important messages. Any adventure, any task, any time, there's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorSports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in mid-size ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1 800 887 2887. Chardonnay finishing sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is! It's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was gonna change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural? But it couldn't look weirder, unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the. Fr-
2: Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real.
0: This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
5: What the hell are you still doing here?
0: Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com.
3: Hey, what a great show talking about Vember on this week's show. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, Slade Reeves, yep. of all people. Three-parter with him, and then also Cat Daddy and Mrs. Bunny talking about the gambrel system. Wow. Hey, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Bunny, uh, what do you think?
4: Uh, Tribe.com, Go there, guys. We have a lot of great stuff, and make sure that you're getting out and you are taking advantage of the hot action right now happening with uh, the Rut.
3: That's right. Jimbo? Yeah. Hey, I checked around at at, uh, like a lot of Walmarts and so forth They are running out of shells A lot of if ammunition You're planning
4: on traveling, off the shelves
3: Make sure you take your shells with you That's Because yeah. right. you're going to need it Or just go to Bass Pro Cabela's That's, that's
2: right what That's what I do That's probably what I would do And what we should say Yeah. Let's <laughs> see, I'm going to Wyoming Where can I go? <laughs> Alright, peace out We love you God bless you And the United States of America